Hello, hey son, hey. I am Pixel Pia. Welcome to my podcast. In today's episode, I will take a look at the mathematical intelligence and the logical learners. I hope you will enjoy. Did you love math in school? Or maybe you always categorized things. Then probably you had a more dominant mathematical intelligence. Hello, hey son, hey. I am Pixel Pia. And in my series about the nine types of intelligence and the learning methods that goes with them, the turn has come to logical mathematical intelligence. Although I'm only talking about one type of intelligence in each video, that doesn't mean that you use only one. I believe that we are capable of using all nine types of intelligence and the learning methods. But I also believe that we have one or a couple that are more dominant. So what is mathematical log logical intelligence? Well, you use the capability of calculating, quantifying, use propositions and hypotheses. You are capable of using abstract, symbolic thinking. You are great at reasoning and you often think in patterns. You can easily categorize and organize information. You probably like to create agendas and to-do lists. And you probably also like to create a strategy for your own learning. To best support your own learning, you need to understand the reason behind the content and the skills you are learning. You rely very much on logic. And in your own mind, you create systems of the things you are learning. The scientific method is something that you very much like to use. And you like to experiment. So how does a mathematical intelligent person best learn? Well, you need to create some kind of order and logic in the things you learn. It's a very important part for your learning to ask why? Why do I do this in this order? Why is this important to know? Why isn't important to learn letters? Well, because then you can read and write. And why is it important to read and write? Because then you can learn more things. For a logical learner, it's important to use visual materials, to use computers, to use statistics, and to do experiment and have hands-on experiences. And it's important to have clear goals with things you are learning. Why am I going to learn this? And then break it down to steps that where step one is important for step two and so forth. The logic behind the learning is very important. Another important part of a logical learner is debate. Have a conversation or a debate about why things works the way they do. Why you need to know this. Why 
this was the outcome of something you tried. So let me sum up my thoughts about the mathematical logical intelligence. As I said with the linguistic intelligence, the school, traditional school system is very well adjusted for this type of learner. But if you are mathematical intelligent, you're not so far behind. A lot of the things we do in school also appeals to the link to the mathematical learner. So how did a mathematical logical learner function in my classroom? Well, if you have seen my video, you know that we had individual education plans for each student. And for the logical mathematical learner, it was very important that the goals in the individual education plans created a pattern where it was logical to see step by step how you could reach the end goal. goal where they could logically see how each step was important in the learning process. And when I talk about patterns in this sense, I talk about create a connection between the different subjects. How what you do in math with, which naturally came easy for many of these learners, could connect to what you learned in, for example, geography or in technology. These patterns made it logical for these students to learn the material. When these students did their individual plans for their own work for the week, they often did this in a form of a diagram. Compared to the linguistic learner who wrote word for word what they were going to work on, they like to create diagrams, make patterns for their weekly work, and their planning books look very much different than the linguistic learners. So, for example, if we worked on a team around water and what is H2O, in the social orientation subject, their question could be, where on the globe can we find the big lakes? In the natural orientation, they could work with questions so how can we measure the water quality in these lakes? For math they could have a question like how can we describe the results of the water quality using percent? For Swedish they could have how can I present my results in written form? How can I write a report? And in art we could choose to paint with watercolors. In the classroom itself, we always had access to material to build models, to create tables, timetables, diagrams. We also had the constant access to computers. And as I said in my earlier video, we had work partners. These work partners changed during the year 
I tried to make sure that a linguistic learner were paired with a mathematical learner and taking other learning styles in consideration too. In this way they could support each other in their work, for example when we came to math. The linguistic learner was helpful in reading written math problems, while the mathematical learner could help in how to present the material in diagrams or timetables, whatever area we were working on in math. Well, that was my episode about the mathematical intelligence and the logical learner. In my next episode, I will talk about the musical intelligence and the rhythmical learner. I hope you will tune in then. Goodbye, or as we say in Sweden, hej då!